Chickity, chickity, chick. <laughs> How's everybody doing today? For those of you who don't know me, I'm Ronnie Small. Brother Marcus is my elder brother. You know, you never know uh, exactly which way the Lord kind of wants to go. I'm going to talk to you about be still and know that I am God. Well, I've got problems, you know, as Christians, you know, we, um, you know, we have good times. And then we have times that's not so good. And at times when we are troubled in our spirit, we talk to the Lord. And at least I do when I, when I, when I pray and when I talk to him, I talk to him and hold him to his word, the Bible. We have this conversation. I want to tell you a little story that happened um, on June 11th. My grandson and my daughter and I were living in Las Vegas. They weren't doing too good. My, my daughter's depressed and having some issues. And I was very concerned um, because, you know, they used to live in Nevada. They, they weren't in Nevada when I could just leave here and go up the road and pull into Hamilton and go check on them. That was easy to do. But now they had, when they went to Vegas to visit her, uh, her mother, Maya's mother, she decided to stay. And so while she was there, she, she got depressed. She had a little mental stress, a little breakdown, a little depression. And because I'm so far away, I'm in Petaluma, I'm not right next door, so I can't, I can't just pick up and just go, you know, just to check on them. And then it got times when I couldn't, I couldn't get through. That had me worried and concerned. And then when, when my daughter Tanika did go to visit them, you know, we tried to help them out. And Vegas is really, really hot. You know, doing something, I mean, really, really hot. And, and my, my grandson had to walk two or three blocks to school and getting calls from his assistant principal that he's, you know, having some problems. And, and, and that just didn't make things better for me. And the family. And my daughter, Tanika, you know, had this little word, a little concern. So I began to, had already begun to pray and ask God to watch over him and to keep him, keep him safe. Because I wasn't able to, to do what I could do to help them. I kind of felt powerless. And so the Lord had to, kind of had to help reassure me about who he was and, and, and I'm holding him to his word. And any time something happens in my life, there's this lady who used to go to our church. Her name was Nita Martin. And the, and the Lord gave her, she had the gift of prophecy. And so I, I would, you know, when I'm when you're in trouble, uh, I would call her and, you know, tell her, you know, what's going on. And, and Or sometimes she would call me and say, Ronnie, I got a word for you from the Lord. Now, when she said that to me, I was totally scared <laughs> because I didn't know what she was going to say what she was going to tell me. But I respected what she, her word, because she's, she's had some prophecies that she said, and, and I've seen them come through. My brother, family, we've seen some things come through. But this, this time she, she began to minister to me about what was going on. My, my dad was sick. He was uh, leaving. I had other uh, situations going on in my life. And, and one of the things she said, Ronnie, she said, be still and know that I am God. So I began to look up that, be still. So today, on June 11th, when I got on, I'm sitting on the plane with my mask on, ready to head out to Vegas. And the scripture from um, Bible Gateway that day was, 
be still and know that I am God. Now, I, as I was in Vegas, I began to, I was, let me, I better look into this because this is the second time, Lord, you didn't say this. So I better, I better look a little bit closer and, and with this be still. And, and he, and he showed me something in, in Deuteronomy 130 and Exodus 14, 14, um, when he was in Egypt with Moses and what he did was that he went in front of the Israelites. And so he was the mighty warrior who went before him. And if you, there's no um, problem that can defeat God. And he was the one who fought for them. So he told me, so he told me that, you know, he showed me that he was out front and that he was uh, fighting for me. Right. And so he told me to be still and to know that he is God. And if you remember during the time of Egypt, when they were, uh, when they were, Egyptian army was coming up on the, uh, Israelites and with, and Moses and they had got to the Red Sea and they didn't know what they were going to do. And they began to panic. Some of the Israelites were like, you know, y'all should have just, you know, Moses, you should have just left us in Egypt. But if they had went back to Egypt, they would have been killed. Right? So the Lord had to keep pushing them forward. So they got to a certain place and Moses didn't know what to do. And, you know, you know Lord's like, you know, would you stand there talking to me for? Raise up your hands. And, 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 and something came over Moses and he told the people, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And when he did that, the Red Sea opened up and the Israelites went through. Now, you know, it was like three million of them. So Lord had known he was opened up the Red Sea, but he was holding off the Egyptian army who was coming up the rear. So he told me to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And he told me to stand still and see me going through my problems. You, you might have not known that I was going through any problems or any situations, but I'm being still and, and just holding on in faith. He wanted me to stand calm in faith, right? Uh, the Lord knows each and every one of our names. Uh, he knew your name before you was even born. Uh, he had already had a plan set up for your life. He had already knew all about each and every one of us. So when he talks to you, really, you, when you hear my name today, um, put your name there. Right? He says to me, run, be still, and know that I am God. So you put your name there. He's telling you to be still and to know that he is God. Now, I don't know what all of you may be going through in your life, but everybody got something that they're going through, something that they're concerned about. The Lord wants me to reassure you today and tell you to stand still. He wants you to see the salvation. He wants you to see what he's going to do. But he wants you to stand firm. He wants you to stand quietly. Yeah, don't try to figure out how he's going to do it, how he's going to fix your problem. Just believe that he is. Why? Because he's out in front of you where the problem is, and there's no problem that can defeat him. And I think once we realize that, we can just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. You can be still and be quiet and have a, he wants you to have a calm while you're standing, right? So be still. He told me, told me, Ronnie, be still and know that I'm God. I've got this. Don't trip. Yeah. 
I got this. I want to share something with you. How many people know, on a show of hands, that Adam and Eve were the first people to have iPhones who bought them at the Apple store? Can I see a show of hands? Also, did you know that Moses' cell phone provider was G-Mobile? I get a raise of hands. In. <laughs> I want to read. I want to read you something. Dear Lord, I'm tired. I'm troubled in my spirit. I cannot sleep. My appetite tight. My appetite eludes me. I'm exhausted. My burden is heavy. I'm weary. I'm heavy laden. You said come to you and you would give me rest. You told me to trust in you with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. Dear Lord, the pain I feel in my heart is great. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Ronnie. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stop your striving. Stop trying to be in control. Stop trying to control the narrative. Stop trying to figure out what I'm doing. Stand firm in faith. Be still and know that I am God. Run. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Remove yourself and find a quiet place. For great is the noise that causes distractions. Running, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge of the Holy One. Without my revelation, you cannot see all that there is to see. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Your wisdom only leads to distraction. Light dispels darkness, allowing you to see what actually is there. Ronnie, I have a plan for you. A plan to give you hope and a future. A plan that will not harm you. You will seek me and find me when you search me with all your heart. Be still, Ronnie, and know that I am God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Ronnie, you do not possess the ability to see all there is to see concerning your life, nor do you possess the ability to know all there is concerning your future. The peace and wisdom I give surpasses all understanding and comprehension. Do not lean to your own understanding because you do not possess the ability to see that all that there is to see. When you're driving through life at a high rate of speed, you cannot see all that there is to see. The danger is far great at a high rate of speed. What causes us to worry? God says, don't trip. I've got this. He says, don't worry. He says, stop your striving. Stop trying to control the narrative. Stop trying to figure out what I am doing. Faith, he told me, has no limits. In the words of 
Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. He said, faith goes to infinity and beyond. Faith operates beyond the boundaries of what is normal. Faith operates on a whole different playing field than that which is normal. Faith does not operate by the same set of rules of which is normal. Faith does not operate in the realm of normal. Faith operates way beyond the realm and scope of our understanding. Don't try to understand or comprehend it. Faith goes way beyond our understanding. I said, Lord, I'm going to trust you, even though I have no idea how you're going to work things out. There are some people that says, Lord, I can't see how you're going to work things out, so I ain't doing it. The Lord knows just how much you can bear, and he wants you to bear with him. You know, when I went to Vegas, things really, really went crazy while I was there. Uh, My daughter had a breakdown. She called the cops. Cops came in. They knew that there was there was a, not a real problem there, so they just let things go. So during this time, I had to really just trust the God and just kind of stay uh, by myself and stay all alone. And the Lord, this was on the eighth, on the eleventh of June when I went. I was only going for a few days. I ended up staying a whole week just to see exactly what I was going to be able to do. And what hurt me so bad was that I had to leave them and come back home because there was no more that I can do. And once again, I heard the Lord say to me, be still and know, Ronnie, that I am God. I had to trust him with a faith and trust that hurt me. As a matter of fact, I couldn't sleep at night. My appetite was off. But as a matter of fact, with some things that he did three years prior, he had to move. He moved some things out the way to make arrangements for them to come to be here now. Three years ago, I didn't know what he was doing back during that time, but he was rearranging some things back then and because he already knew that they were coming. Right? So one month later, as a matter of fact, their mother, Claire, had breast cancer. And so while I was in Vegas, I had a chance to take her to her, her appointments and just be there for her and to provide whatever she needed, whatever assistance she needed. I just happened to be there, so I believe that I was the one commissioned at that time to be there to help out. Claire got transferred out here to UC. And so the day that Claire was supposed to come here, drive back to Vegas here, her car broke down. Nothing but the Lord who caused her heart, her car to break down, her air conditioning was out, her alternator was gone. I said, go ahead and put that car in the shop. We'll just go ahead and just take care of it. During that 24, 48-hour period, my daughter had a chance to move out of the place that where she was at. It was just all pins and needles. The people with the car couldn't find the right part. Things were just, just going haywire and going crazy. And I, I, I myself was, you know, just tripping because it was really, really hot. And I knew that they had to come through from Vegas driving here. And it gets really, really hot in the desert. And so I was very, very concerned about them all. But the Lord worked it out that um, my daughter ended up staying with her mother at an Airbnb. They were supposed to get up like 4 o'clock in the morning and drive this way. And uh, they had to go back to the apartment and take care of some things. But then I got a call that they were all in the car headed this way. Now, all of this took place 
four weeks after I got there. I was in Vegas on the 11th. By the 17th, they were in California. Right? I, it's no way in the world that I saw this coming. You know, the Lord tells us not to be worried, but I was very, very concerned. <laughs> you know, you, 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 your mind trips and your mind goes through things uh, when you're kind of stressed. Because it's really a trip how the enemy works on those who are closest to you. Th- those things which are closest to you are, are, are the things that really gets kind of under your skin. And, and worry just all of a sudden comes because you, you're very concerned. And I don't know if we're concerned whether God's going to take care of We just don't know what he's going to do and how he's going to handle it. He handles things in his own time. But a lot of times it ain't as fast as we want it to handle want him to handle things, but he handles his in his own time. He handles things in his own way. I need to set my alarm clock. Uh, I, I've got to be considerate of the time, so I want to make sure that I, I get, get you guys out of here before 5. So, um, so, so don't worry. Uh, I, got you, I got you covered. I just want you to be still. I want you to trust God during this time. And because you heard this message, don't be surprised about what ends up coming your way. But he wants you just to be still. He wants you to see him out in front handling whatever problem. Just let him handle it. Just let him do how, whatever he's going to do to handle the situation. Don't worry. Don't, don't try to, you know, ask him how he's going to handle it. It's a word in it called striving. And I didn't know what that word was, but when I looked it up, he, does, he wants me to take my hands off, right? He doesn't, whatever, your control has nothing to do, no part of this whole situation. You've got to let him deal with it. He's the great warrior. He's out front. Another thing I've, I learned during this time that the Lord showed me was that the resources that come out of heaven, so great. You know, I think about what happened to the Apostle Paul. You know, he was persecuting, killing Christians. Right? And so one day on the road to Damascus, a beam of light come out of heaven and hit him and knocked him down. This beam of light came at 12 o'clock noon. Now, if anybody knows anything, 12 o'clock noon is the brightest time of the day. But this light was brighter than the sun that came out, knocked him down, and got his attention. There's another story probably in 1 Kings 18, dealing with Elijah when he was dealing with the 450 prophets of Baal. Elijah put a challenge on him. Build two altars, build an altar. You arrange a bull on it the way you want to do it, and I'll uh, arrange it on mine. And whoever God answers by fire, that God is God. 450 uh, prophets of Baal called on their God. From morning to evening. And that God didn't show up. So Elijah had his, after he messed up the altar, he straightened up the altar. He had, he had some stones there, the 12 stones that are from the, uh, representing the 12 tribes of Israel. Told him to dig a trench, a deep trench around it. Told him to fill it up with water. The story goes on to tell us that the God never did, the God of uh, Baal and Asherah never did show up. And these guys were cutting themselves with, uh, with swords and they were bleeding all over the place, uh, trying to get their God's attention. But that God never showed up. Then Elijah called on the God of heaven. 
And God answered by fire. This fire was so hot that it burned up the rocks, burned up the sacrifice, licked up all the water in the trenches. Now, you know, that was one hot fire. This fire came out of heaven. The resources that come out of heaven are so much greater. When he tells you that he's going to open up the window, pour you out a blessing more than you can receive, it's, it, it's beyond comprehension and understanding that which comes out of heaven. The Lord wants you to trust him with all your heart. He wants you to uh, lean not to your own understanding because we do not have the ability to see all there is to see or to understand all there is to understand. And that's why he tells us to trust him with all our heart and not lean to our own understanding. Because if we lean to our own understanding, our understanding leads to destruction. You will destroy yourself. You see people all the time uh, leading their own way, leading their own life. I, I, I did it. But you know what I did? Lord, one day, he, when my, took this turn off in my life, and, and, and one day it came to an abrupt end. And I, I remember seeing myself sitting out there. I used to go out to McNear's Beach and just sit there. Lord, just talking to the Lord and about my life and what was going on and uh, telling him everything, sitting by myself. Sometimes you got to separate yourself and get yourself out there somewhere alone. I don't know where your favorite place is, but you, you need to sit in a place where it's quiet. Go to your go to your quiet place. I remember I used to go to my little quiet place when my, my life was all tore up, man, and sometimes the Lord would just put me to sleep. All of a sudden, man, I'd be knocked out, wake up, man, don't know where you're at. You know what he did? He put, he put his peace and his, his rest on me at, at that particular time. You know, let me know, hey, there was chaos all, all around me, but, but he, he, he gave me a peace at that time. He's, you know, go to, go to sleep. Just, just, just go to rest. I remember one thing was things in my life were so crazy. Uh, one day I woke up, I was in Hawaii. <laughs> Ended up leaving out of here. You know, I remember as a kid, I used to see these pictures on the, on, the, on the wall, you know, these paintings of this, all I can remember as a young kid, this beautiful water. And I was always like, I want to, I want to see a place, I want to see that water. And I remember one day I, I woke up, you know, and he took me out of here and, and placed me over there. And there I was in Maui sitting on, on at Baldwin Beach. Lord, you know, Lord, how did I get here? You know, one, one minute I'm, I'm, I'm here, actually, in Marin. Things crazy. Next minute, I, I, I'm sitting over there. And while I had a chance to sit over there, I had a chance for him to, he talked. He started talking to me, right? Started, um, you know, kind of reconstructing my life. Because what happens, you know, I, I took my life into my own hands and, you know, went my own way and did, you know, started doing my own thing. You know, it was fun for a minute. Then things, then things went crazy. You know, my dad them praying. You know what I mean? So the, so the, you know, uh, so the Lord really, he, he began to really work me. So he put me in a quiet place, you know, away from distraction, right? Because what happens is that the noise is so great around us. There's so much going on in our life. Uh, those things are, uh, that's loud, destructive noise, right? And so what he has to do, you, you need to separate yourself. And get away from the loud, distractive noise, whatever it is in your life, right? And get over to this quiet place so that he can talk to you 
and, and deal with you and minister to you, right? Because when you can't sleep, you know, there's a, there's a, in Matthew 11:28, he says, come to me. All you are heavy laden and burdened, he said, I'll give you rest. And I'm like, Lord, I can't sleep. I can't rest. I, you know, it's messed up right now. And you promised if I came to you, you would give me rest. The Lord ended up giving me rest. He ended up giving, giving me some peace. He would give me everything I need for that day. Right? Tomorrow going to take care of itself. But today, he, that day, he provided everything I, I needed. Right? He said, tomorrow, was going, so got enough going on there. You don't need to be. Because what happens, a lot of times people get tricked, tricked up, and, and they think weeks ahead, days ahead, compounding all them problems that he not even come yet into now, which causing more stress on a, uh, on a person's life. Right? And so uh, he's, he's teaching me to live one day at a time. Live, live, live for today. Tonight, go on, get in the bed, go to sleep, because tomorrow we've got a whole other set of troubles and problems that, that's going on for tomorrow. So I just want to encourage you, trust the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean, lean not to your own understanding. Just know that the Lord is out in front. He's the one fighting your battle. There's no problem that can defeat him. Not one problem. But he works out things in his own time. You, you need a balance in your life. But that balance you, you need from him, he needs to be the one that gives you the balance that you need in order to, to make it. You, you can't make it by on your own. You can't make it with your own wisdom. There's just something you just cannot do. Only thing you can do is be still and, and watch and see how God works it out and see what he's going to do. And he ain't going to always work things out the way you think he's going to work things out. He's going to work them out in his own way and his own time. Amen? Amen. Amen. Anyway, but um, I hope you got the message. Um, so stand, stand still. See the salvation, Lord. He's, he's gonna bless. He's gonna bless you because you got up this morning. You came out, came out today. Uh, he's gonna bless you. So I, I don't know um, what part of the message may, may have touched you or that you can glean something from. Anyway, if you've got any questions, hit me up after, and we can talk. And and God bless you and have a great day. And Thank you for being here. Bruce Wong. As we conclude, one of the things that just to kind of also reiterate, during the time when Pastor Ronnie was in, in Vegas, we were involved as well. We didn't go into all of that. There was a lot going on. And we ended up telling him, you can't leave right now. <laughs> You've got to stay. So although this place is supposed to end, you can't leave at this moment. And so... He ended up staying. And behind the scene, with all of the things that were taking place, we were saying, my sister and myself, that God has a plan. He's doing something. And the people that we tried to call, all the things, it was just, when one talks about something being crazy, that's exactly what it is and was. But I tell you this, behind all of it, we said that you needed to be there at this time, and God is going to work it out. And so as things began to move and work out and we just had to recognize and realize it really pays to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. To know that when things are out of control, you can trust him because, as he said, three years ago, he was already putting things in place. And so when you look at your life, sometimes you can reflect back. So, God, that's what you were doing. 
So I want to keep, I want you to be encouraged so that no matter what you may be going through right now, trust God. Amen. Lord, as we conclude this service today, we want to thank you right now for the encouraging words that we need to be still, as the message said, and know that you are God. So whatever uh, challenges comes our way this week and, and all that may be happening now, may we rest assured for those that have a personal relationship with you, may we rest assured and know that, God, that you work out all things for our good according to your wonderful purpose and glory. Today we thank you and give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.